Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom. Hope you have a free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to The Daily Dose. I am your host for the moment, Vince Tagliavia. Filling in for Josh Reed just for a little while. He'll be joining, though, uh, towards the end of the show here tonight to say hello and to talk about the unfolding global conspiracy and more. And uh, this is The Daily Dose, where we are live with you every Monday, Tuesday, uh, well, every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy. It is a conspiracy because men conspire. And if you follow conspiracy fringe stuff, women, women really conspire. People talk about the women that actually control the world, huh? That's a whole other topic. But during the Daily Dose, we usually talk about the news and events and how it relates to this unfolding global conspiracy to usher in communism, totalitarianism, and uh, enslave humanity if they even want to keep humanity humanity around because it seems like they are poisoning us at every juncture whether it's through our food or just poisoning our minds through the media and mass manipulation through our school systems and much more and uh hope you all are doing well filtering in here looks like we're, we're a go on all systems uh, just quick, right off the top, I do want to get some housekeeping out of the way. We are completely uh, listener and uh, listener and Red Pill family funded. We don't have big pharma line, lining our pockets telling us to lie. We don't have any special interest telling us what to talk about. We use our own discretion to bring that forward to you. Josh has independent thoughts. I have independent thoughts. We look at the info. We present it. We give you our opinion. And we string the pearls. We try to see where this is going, what the purpose is. We try to give you the information to, to figure that out for yourself. And uh, <clears throat> and you guys allow us to continue to, continue to do that. Um, it looks like we are live on Rumble now. We are. Hey, okay, Kim, if that, I'm not sure what you're talking about, let me know and I'll let you know. Uh, all right. Well, you guys, we're completely user-funded, and ways that you can support us is the Battle of the Streams. That is going on now when we are live uh, during Coffee, during now, the Daily Dose time, during Fringe or Saturday shows, etc. And that is you could donate on Pilled, DLive, Rumble, and uh, that helps tremendously, as well as other places like our Give, Send, Go campaign, redpills.tv slash go. You could scan that QR code and it'll take you there if you want to donate a coffee or, you know, whatever fits your budget of what you want to uh, donate to help us keep these wheels turning. Travel expenses, equipment, etc. Keep the lights on. It all helps. So thank you all for your continuous support. And uh, I appreciate it. We'll give you guys shout outs here if you're participating in the uh, don't the live donations there, the battle of the streams, if you will. So thank you, everybody. We're going to get the ball rolling here. Um, <clears throat> I call today's show the never-ending election year because it feels like the elections 
never stopped. Usually it would just be one year, every few years, right? Every four years, you get a uh, ramp up in election stuff, election news, etc. Um, a lot of election flyers around, mailers, etc., etc. Now, I feel like it's a never-ending venture. 24-7, 365 days a week. Election, election, election. And I think it's that way because the system is so corrupt. And it helps expose the corrupt government. When uh, it's like a continuous campaign. I think things do slow down the rest of the year, but and they ramp up during the election year, but it feels like, for the most part, things stay pretty um, consistent and political, and people have their eyes on it very closely. I know, and as you guys know, we follow this every single day, even on the weekends when we're kicking our feet up, when we're enjoying ourselves, it even creeps in then. So... It's interesting to see that, and I don't think it's always been like that. Maybe it's just my personal point of view because I wasn't very political most of my life. Um, but let me know if you guys agree. Is this a never-ending election year, or like you know, is it a never like? It's just elections are just always. It always seems very pertinent and very important, and uh, maybe it's just part of this whole psychological warfare it's good in a way because it keeps us all on top of things it exposes the corruption of the biden regime while showing you the greatness that comes from people like donald trump and other people that do good things um like on a state level DeSantis has done done some great things he's also done some not so great things um but, you know, I think it's that's the reason why it's exposing all of this stuff. And we're reaching a very critical juncture here in the next year and a half in this next election. Um, this really is going to define our path in the future. There's a fork in the road and we're either going to go off the rails this way or we're going to go this way. It's just the way it is. And it's worrisome a little bit, but we have to stay positive and keep on going and keep trying and talk about the truth. And we'll talk about why we have to talk about it. I mean, it's pretty clear. We're going to talk a little bit about um, finance, politics, etc. Trump has been on a rampage today, as usual. Um. <clears throat> So I guess let's just go ahead and get started. As I said, if you're just tuning in and you missed it, Josh will be joining us towards the end of the show. So have no fear. Josh will be here soon. And uh, we'll share the space with Josh and see what he has to say about this whole thing. Because today, this is the last Daily Dose of the week. Tomorrow we'll have uh, conversations conversations on the, of the, on the fringe at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. So this is it. This is it, everybody. The last dose of the week. So wash down this red pill and you'll have to take your red pills on your own for the weekend. Uh, actually, tomorrow morning we'll have coffee, but let's get into the news. Um, this was an odd one. Let's talk a little bit in the realm of uh, finance. Finance is very important. We all love money. Let's face it, we all need money. Maybe you don't like it, but can't operate without it. This was an interesting story. Natural News posted it. 
Beware of reverse ATMs that take your cash, demand your identity, then dispense a debit card you can use to shop. These are spying machines. And it has a picture of some ATMs here. This is odd, man. Very odd. The next step toward an eventual cashless society is reverse ATMs, which reports explain exchange cash for debit cards that customers can use to shop. Accelerated thanks to the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic, which trained the public into believing that cash is dirty and might infect them. Reverse ATMs are starting to appear at amusement parks, sports stadiums, casinos, and other heavily heavy-use facilities that would rather not deal with paper and coins anymore. Wow. Some restaurants, including Slutty Vegan and Brooklyn Dumpling Shop, both located in New York City, are also installing reverse ATMs to avoid the dirtiness of cash. Uh, really? Slutty Vegan? That's a place? Good God. The article goes on. Since legal tender still technically has to be accepted, reverse ATMs exist in a legal gray area. Some states and cities are banning local businesses from refusing to accept cash and for new reverse ATMs. For now, re reverse ATMs are something of a loophole to those rules. Soon, people will have a virtual card on their smartphones, experts say. Our expert says, oh, creepy, man. They just want to digitalize everything. And that was a really strange aspect of the uh, coronavirus scam that happened. Uh, Big Pharma's attempt to enslave humanity and inject them with experimental mRNA technology that hadn't been um, tested at all was that they didn't remember everyone stopped... Um, dealing with change people i think if i remember correctly people weren't accepting change right something with change man why that is so odd was it was it they weren't accepting change or they weren't giving change i forget i guess they weren't accepting change cash in your coins to get a debit or gift card yeah fig they have those coin star machines and stuff don't they it's so odd man they don't want you to have real wealth. Put all your wealth on that plastic. Uh, this is why so many of us buy things like gold and silver. And uh, man, don't support these things. Oh. Um, with more financial mayhem here. War threatens Ukraine auto empire of Biden mega donor urging greater U.S. role. Uh, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky isn't the only one demanding more military assistance from President Biden to, pre to protect Kiev from Russian forces. So, too, is a close Delaware friend and financial backer of Biden, who owns several luxury car dealerships around the Ukrainian capital. By sending billions of dollars in weapons and other military aid to help defend Ukraine, Biden is also securing the investments of millionaire car magnate John Hynansky, a Ukrainian-American and longtime supporter of, pres of the president. Over the course of Biden's political career, Hynansky and his family have contributed more than 100000 to his campaigns, including 8000 in 2020, Federal Election Commission records show. This is just more corruption with Ukraine and the crooked Biden family. Just garbage. Prop up this car company. Don't let it go under. 
Garbage. Absolute garbage. We'll talk more about the garbage, crooked Biden crime family in a little bit. Um, the U.S. government is in uh, the U.S. government interest payments on the debt. This is a chart. I think maybe that we could see. This page does not exist. Really? Why? Wow. I guess we don't have a chart. Sorry, guys. Well, let's continue here. I need a chart. <clears throat> of course, a lot of us are into crypto as well. Bitcoin, among others. Elizabeth Warren wants the police at your door in 2024 if you have a crypto wallet. Senator, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Roger Marshall want to make your crypto wallet illegal, and their plan runs contrary to the principles they campaigned on. Yeah, because these politicians, they'll say one thing and they'll do another. Uh, you can't trust anything anybody says. They do that. They lie. <sighs> so Warren, Marshall, Warren and Marshall are planning to reignite that debate on Capitol Hill this summer and have enlisted law enforcement advocates to their cause. This goes on. They basically want, they say, this means that any computer programmer, an entrepreneur who writes code to help customers control crypto investments from their phone and to keep the crypto secure from hackers would need to register with the Treasury Department as if they were Western Union. Good luck with that, crypto startups. They want to completely control the industry, guys. Eh, through these bills. Because crypto... Is a is a is uh, crypto threatens their system because if you want some work done, send me a Bitcoin and I'll be there. That's why they don't like it. They want to tax your crypto before you even buy and before you even take your profits on it. Like what? They just want to tax on tax. They want to strangle it. They want to control it. And they pretend like they're not bought into it. They are. Because they want to control it. Bastards. Don't even get me started on the IRS, man. All those agents. We talked about this. We saw this video. And it's really interesting. Remember when uh, they had that video of Zelensky that turned out to be an AI Zelensky? Well, I saw an article published on RT.com about it. And it was pretty interesting. Because I didn't know this was set up by Russians, allegedly, according to this website. Fed chair duped by Russian pranksters. Jerome Powell, the head of the U.S. Central Bank, predicted a recession in his phone call with fake Vladimir Zelensky. A literal fake rendition of Vladimir Zelensky. It was AI. It was a deep fake. So... U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell predicted a recession and acknowledged the central bank's role in creating it and in a candid conversation with celebrated Russian pranksters Vovon and Lexis, whom he believed to be Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. The tricksters, whose real names are Vladimir Kuznetsov and Alexei Stolyarov, shared several clips of their January chat with Powell on Thursday. It said, quote, a recession is almost as likely as very slow growth in 2023, Powell predicted, acknowledging, quote, I think it's partly because of us having raised uh, rates quite a bit, but this is what it takes to get inflation down. What we need is a period of slower growth so that the economy can cool off, so the labor market can cool off, so that wages can cool off. That's how inflation comes down, the central banker continued. 
it can be painful, but we don't know of any painless way for inflation to come down. And they go on. I just can't, I just can't believe that they pulled this off so successfully. It's so crazy. <clears throat> Absolutely wild. All right. I'm just checking the chat here. How y'all doing? Uh, by the way, typically on Thursdays, we have our after chat questions and answers session with Josh. That was held yesterday. Hopefully you guys made it. I, I was there for you know about a half hour, an hour. It was good to see you guys. So with that being said, tonight we will not be having the Q&A Zoom session. But the Zoom room is open. There will probably be a handful of people in there. If you're interested in that type of thing, just join the Social Red Pill, www.socialredpill.com. Create an account for free, and you can join us in those types of things. Join us for the next week's Q&A. It'll probably be on Thursday, I think. We'll see. Just uh, tentative. Stay tuned for that. Typically on Thursday. I'm not sure if we're going to move that, though. Um, but stay tuned. We do it once a week with Josh and myself, and it's a good time. Just join the Social Red Pill, socialredpill.com. All right. Um, we talked about Deutsche Bank cutting 800 jobs after they had such a great first quarter. The banks are not looking good despite that. Although the stock market was up today, was it not? Let me double check. I'm pretty sure it was. I didn't see it at closing time, but oh, well, it ended up a little bit down actually in the red. It started in the red and it ended in the red, but it wanted to come back. My gosh. But we have more uh, earnings coming out this week, so we'll see some volatility and some moves going on. Gosh, did you guys see what Hillary Clinton said today or what she tweeted? Crooked Hillary. Crooked Hillary is uh, on Twitter. Of course she is. Well, unless she deleted it. No, here we go. Hillary Clinton said, President Biden will never force middle class and working families to bear the burden of tax cuts for the wealthiest, which is exactly what MAGA Republicans want, what MAGA Republicans just voted to do. Oh, shut up, Hillary. <sighs> Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. You know, and I was saying the other day, we need to give Hillary a little bit of a break. She's lost a lot of friends over the years, and that's got to be hard on anybody. And nobody liked that. Everyone said, well, she's killing them. I said, wow, that's quite the allegation. I don't know. Anyway, she's a she's a damn liar. Sure. All right, let's talk about some politics, guys. We got some great stuff going on. Uh, one of the things that I saw was this awesome clip posted by clandestine over on Twitter. I'll share it with you guys. And it comes from, um, e uh, not Elon, the other guy, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan and Dave Smith on RFK's speech and the DNC wanting to cancel Democratic primaries. Joe Rogan, you know, he's an interesting fella. He's half asleep. Or just half paid off not to say certain things, I would imagine. And there's been conspiracies about different agencies being in touch with them and whatnot. I'm sure they are. But uh, this article comes out of there. It's a few minutes long. Let's go ahead and watch it because it's interesting to see what this guy says on his show. Because they get millions and millions of viewers. And I would say watching the Joe Rogan podcast is probably better than watching most of the other crap on cable television and stuff. 
Although Joe Rogan, I don't agree with half the stuff he says, but sometimes he's on point. So I wanted to show you guys this clip here. Well, the, the fascinating thing is they will not allow um, for the primaries. They're not going to allow debates. Oh, they don't want to let RFK on a stage with Biden. Yeah. Uh, RFK will rip that old man up. And then imagine if his voice was good. <sighs> it's really a shame. It is a shame. It's really... He, the job really the job is really a speaking tour yeah and it's a it's a real issue that he has he has issues speaking but he did have get, surgery recently and it's better than it was before is that is it better yeah but he's a he's an interesting guy on a lot of in a lot of ways and i know people will say um you know because he was a like a vaccine skeptic way before the COVID vaccine he's yes. been a skeptic of vaccines in general and a lot of people say that's like, oh, you know, this is a conspiracy theory or it's too far. But, you know, that argument after COVID is really much weaker much than it used to be. Weaker. Because people are actually like, yeah, I'm listening now. Yes. Now I'm actually kind of listening yeah. to that guy. It seems and, like there's a playbook. And, and you guys have been following this playbook forever. Yes. And I got his speech, um, his announcement speech last week, What he spoke for over an hour. And... I mean, it was really fantastic. I, I'm, I don't agree with everything the guy says, but the, the major theme of his speech was that there is this unholy uh, alliance of big business and big government, and they're working together to screw over the American people. And, like, I, damned if anyone yeah, can argue that that's not true. Stuff. No, but that's just that. so big obvious business and case, big government. You know? And he went through this whole thing. He's really, uh, he was really great on the stuff on the war in Ukraine and being skeptical about like, what the hell are we doing here? Um, really, really great on the COVID stuff. And he's a Kennedy and he's not just like one of these, like, you know, like peripheral Kennedys, like I married a third cousin type Kennedy. Like he's, he's Bobby Kennedy's kid. Yeah. There's something powerful about that. Even still. I and think. it's amazing that we've come so far. We're so far gone that they're not grasping that yeah. they're not latching onto that. Like you want a democratic president? Like he could be the guy, but the thing is they don't want that. They want someone who adheres to the narrative 100% completely doesn't get off track is is in cahoots with big business and big tech yeah. and everything else you well it's it's just that like they're the the narrative is part of it but it's the narrative serves the system you know yeah. so yeah. the problem is that so there we go very interesting. They talk about the playbook, the narratives, the uh, what the Democrats actually want. Instead of any old Democrat candidate winning, they want a damn sheep in there. And it's interesting, this whole Kennedy situation. Clandestine made a great point on it again. He said, it's working. We already got 20% of the DNC voters on the hook, and that's with the censorship and smear campaign against RFK Jr. Another year of Biden and campaigning. RFK Jr. might hit 50%. Still, the DNC won't give him the nomination. Trump slash RFK Jr. is the winning ticket. Maybe it could happen. We'll see. There's just speculation there. I don't know. And I don't love the idea. I'll be honest with you. That's just me. A lot of people like that idea. I don't love it. I, I think I, maybe I'm just getting pessimistic, but RFK Jr. scares me when it comes to the whole climate change narrative. He's he said some things about it. It just doesn't rub me the right way, and I don't think he'd be the perfect candidate. That's just me. But 
for a VP, I think maybe okay, but we'll see what happens. We have a lot of time here. Anyway, clandestine makes some good points. They're absolutely they're losing a ton of votes because of this situation. And um, Biden, uh, I guess Trump is just going to dominate the opposite side of the ticket there. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be an easy win for Trump and he'll just blow it out of the water and we can start rebuilding this uh, shitty situation, rebuilding our country. But that's kind of where we're at. It's really interesting. And they don't want... The word getting out. I don't want the word getting out, man. Kanokoa the Great said that a Redditor claims they were being banned from the Democrats subreddit for saying, quote, lifelong Democrat here. I'm going for Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, you've been permanently banned from participating in Democrats <laughs> in the subreddit. You can see, yeah, you won't be able to post or comment. Reddit is one of the most corrupt forums on the internet. That's highly censored. They, they don't any, you know, I can't post on there. They censor it right away uh, because it's controlled. It's probably, you know, we've probably got FBI agents on there and it's one of those places that's extremely left and weird. So not surprised to see that Trump Trump's been talking a lot lately. He did an interview with his son on his podcast talking about his new book, which it wasn't um, a particularly great interview. In my opinion, it was okay. The book's interesting. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't the best Trump interview out there. It just felt weird to me, but it was interesting. If you guys caught it, you caught it. If not, you didn't miss too much, but I have some clips here from Trump. Um, and we'll go through them here. Here's the first one. We'll just go through one by one. Couple little snippets from today. Within hours of my inauguration, I will begin the process of terminating every Biden policy that is brutalizing New Hampshire and all U.S. workers. I will restore my famously successful executive order requiring that for every one new regulation, two old regulations must be eliminated. That was so successful. Within hours. So there he goes. He's going to just undo everything Biden's destroyed, bring it back, fix it. And I believe it. Um, real quick before we continue with Trump here. DC Drano had a great post. He says, uh, it doesn't take a genius to see what's going on here and list what has happened. He says, Trump was overthrown and censored on all social media. Laura Trump was pushed out of Fox. James O'Keefe was pushed out of Project Veritas. Dan Bongino was pushed out of Fox. Tucker Carlson was pushed out of Fox. They're trying to suffocate MAGA. Obviously, that is why that we have shows like this and why it's so important. Thankfully, Elon has Twitter, and I think that will play a huge role in this upcoming election. But I wouldn't be surprised if they have some sneaky stuff up their sleeves. They're going to go after Elon. They're going to do everything they can to censor real in- censor real information from getting out there. And that's when we come in. That's when we take the facts and we discuss it. Not even just over the internet, but around the kitchen table. All right? 
um, in our homes, in our communities, at the grocery store, at a local barbecue, I don't know, whatever. Whenever you see people around town, when you're walking the dog and you see your neighbor, all whatever, whenever you interact with anybody and politics is brought up, drop those red pills down their gullet and make them swallow them and check their mouth and make sure it went down because that's how we're going to win this election just with the truth. That's all it takes. All right, let's get back into it. Trump on himself versus uh, Biden. Joe Biden cares only about enriching his own family. I care about enriching your family and you. A Biden victory will be bad for you, good for China, and truly great for these globalists. We've got a lot of globalists. A Trump victory will be bad for the globalists, the rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, but it will be great for the hardworking people of New Hampshire. <laughs> He's really calling them out. Here's another one. This one is big. As the endless witch hunts and persecutions reveal, our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know we are the only ones who can stop them. They know that. There's never been a movement like this. By the way, in the history of our country, there's never been a movement like MAGA, Make America Great Again. There's never been a movement. We've never had a movement. Ooh, I like that green Keep America Great hat. That's a good one. All right, that that was pretty good. This one, this is this one takes the cake for the day. Listen closely. When I get back into the Oval Office, we will totally obliterate the deep state. We will We will establish a Truth and Reconciliation Commission to declassify and publish all documents on deep state spying, censorship and corruption. A Truth and Reconciliation Committee? Get out of town. Wow. Beautiful. So, we will obliterate the deep state with truth. I hope you're right, Trump. Um, but we've got a year and a half to go. That's Yeah, here he is. We've got a year and a half to go. He goes on. We're not going to watch this one. But a lot of Trump clips from today. Wonderful speech. And, of course, he was on his son's podcast, which wasn't bad, talking about his book. I haven't read it yet. There's some interesting stuff in there, apparently. Maybe I'll have to get a copy. <clears throat> Check it out. The letters. I guess the letter from Obama is in there and others. I want to see the letter he left for Biden. That's what I want to see. All right. Real quick, you guys. Uh, let me see. Before we continue here, let me give you guys some shout outs. Josh should be joining us here within the next, uh, towards the end of the show, maybe the next half hour or so. But let me just go ahead and give some acknowledgements out to the people participating in the donating the uh, Battle of the Streams here during the live show. Thank you guys so much for your continuous support. Really means a lot and it keeps this ball rolling. Whew. All right. Elf Spark gifted a cookie. Cooking and lurking. Thank you, Elf Spark. Lurk away. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, appreciate the cookie. Shannon1313 donated three lemons. Thank you, Shannon, very much. Thank you, thank you. 
AZ Jim 320 is celebrating a 19 month sub streak. Wow, 19 months. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you very much. Grits donated two ice cream. Thank you, Grits. Patriotic Pisces donated five lemon. Thank you, Summer. Derived one ice cream. Thank you, Derived. Um, Lisa donated one ice cream. Thank you, Lisa. Marilou donated an ice cream as well. Thank you so much. And Jason with a Q gifted the shades over on Foxhole. Thank you so much for that. That's really generous. Thank you very much. And RPG3573 donated two ice cream. Thank you, RPG. Good to see you. And Slumdog gifted the can. Cheers. Cheers, Slumdog. Good to see you. Maybe I'll see you tonight real quick. And Cat24 just donated one lemon. Thank you, Cat. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. We're going to keep this ball rolling. We have a lot to talk about. Um, Trump has suggested he will skip the GOP primary debates. Excuse me. I don't know what this is all about. What is this about, guys? What's happening here? Will there be debates? Do there need to be debates? Former President Donald Trump on Tuesday said no one asked him or his campaign about organizing and participating in debates with 2024 GOP primary rivals, saying he likely won't attend the two thus far scheduled by the Republican National Committee. Really interesting. The RNC announced in February that it planned to a set of 10 to 12 GOP presidential primary debates between August 2023 and the July 2024 Republican National Convention in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In keeping with a Republican tradition, the party's national committee scheduled the first of the debates in Milwaukee and announced, and, and announced last month that it would be hosted by um, Fox News. Although a formal date has not been set, on April 21st, RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel announced the second debate would take place at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. No date has been set. In a Truth Social post, Trump said the RNC never discussed debate arrangement, arrangements and protocols with him or his campaign, questioning why, as the presumptive frontrunner, he needs to endure being libeled and abused by MAGA-hating moderators in needless exchanges with lesser candidates. Wow. I see that everybody is talking about the Republican debates, but nobody got my approval or the approval of the Trump campaign before announcing them, Trump wrote on Truth Social. When you're leading by seemingly insurmountable numbers and you have hostile networks with angry Trump and MAGA-hating anchors asking the questions, why subject yourself to being libeled and abused, he wrote. Trump specifically cited the second debate for enmity, noting that the chair at the Reagan Library is amazingly Fred Ryan, publisher of the Washington Post. Why uh, Would he attend that, that debate? No, Trump said. So, really interesting. He's just saying, F you. I'm not going. You guys lie. You guys slander. You guys just drag me through the dirt. Why would I go? And, you know, he could post his own videos and get just as many eyes on it. Wow. It's control, Fig says. Hmm. All right. <laughs> My gosh, you guys. You guys crack me up in the chats there. That's not appropriate. Let's keep it PG. It's about time the Dems feel the censorship pain we've been through. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they have the right to say all the stupid stuff they want. 
Uh, I think that they should be held accountable because it's not necessarily illegal to stifle somebody's First Amendment. Maybe we could see some justice. Ah, maybe that's wishful thinking. I don't know. I won't be happy until I see everything hidden by the Smithsonian. Oh no, you've got to find happiness in the now. Otherwise, it's a tough. It's tough to find. All right, uh, Mike Pence has just spent over seven hours testifying before a federal grand jury who is investigating former President Donald Trump's attempts to over overturn the election in 2020. Blah blah blah. That's how they're framing this in the mainstream media. The grand jury is the one related to special counsel Jack Smith's investigation. Just more of the witch hunt. Oh, they probably just twisted and turned it. But Mike Pence is the traitor. It's funny how they're. Oh, let's ask Mac. Let's ask Mike about Trump. Yeah, great idea. Uh, Montana legislature votes to remove trans lawmaker from the House floor for the rest of 2023. This came out today. After a series of activist disruptions and bizarre rants, trans lawmaker Zoe Zephyr, who was initially cens censured, is now banned from the floor of the Montana Senate, uh, Montana State Legislature for the rest of 2023. Zephyr, a biological male identifying as a trans bisexual woman, I don't even know what that means, is a representative from District, district 100 of Montana centered in Missoula being one of the few districts in the state with a dominant co uh, college culture and a majority Democrat population, the trans label helped Zephyr win easily in 2022. Yeah, that's believable. The representative came out as trans only a couple years prior to his election with little identifiable background other than some notoriety as a video game competitor. Montana is now considering a number of bills designed to protect children from trans indoctrination in schools, sexualized drag shows, as well as banning exchange surgeries and hormone therapies for kids. It is one of many states acting to contain the political indoctrination of children by trans activists and the far left. Zephyr insinuated that, that, uh, that they should pass bills such as SB 99 into law, uh, that should they pass that bill, SB 99, into law, blood might spill. He states, quote, I hope the next time there is an invocation when you bow your heads in prayer, you see the blood on your hands. Very creepy. Gosh. <sighs> creepy man. Uh, he also suggests that forcing children to go through puberty was akin to torture. Just a radical leftist, of course, calling for violence and blood on hands. Um, I'm glad they were voted out. I, I I think they probably cheated the original election in the per first place, and I don't know how uh, any real elections are going to continue to vote in these radical leftists. Um, they're literally calling for violence. They're literally calling for child mutilation and brainwashing. So I think most people disagree with that sentiment, and uh, it's going to get a lot of pushback now. People are watching closely daily. Oh, Biden, Biden's blunders, man. This man is not well. As you guys know, he's going to, he promised to shoot for four more years of torture and dismantling America as we know it. And uh, he's so out of his mind. He's so dementia out. 
that a small child had to remind him that he was in Ireland just a few days ago in one of the latest clips of Joe Biden. So far. So uh, I'm trying to think, what was the last, where was the last place I was? It's hard to keep track. Um, I was, I, I mean, yeah, you're right, Ireland. That's where it was. How'd you know that? So far. The little girl shouted Ireland, and he said, oh, yeah, that's right, Ireland. How did you know that? Gosh. I thought Fetterman was bad. They're both bad. Fetterman's bad as well. Here he is saying he six has grand saying he has six grandkids. I have six grandchildren and I'm crazy about them. And I speak to them every single day. Not a joke. Matter of fact, I just got finished going through the calls and uh, only one of them answered the phone. Uh, <laughs> but at least I got to leave a message. Oh my gosh. He actually has seven grandkids. But he refuses to acknowledge Hunter's four-year-old daughter that he had with a stripper. So, pretends that one's not there. He just says six. And here he is inviting a little girl to the White House. Yes, baby. What's it like in the White House? Well, what's it like in the White House? Well, here, come here. You hang with me for a minute. And you don't want to go in the White House? Okay, all right. Okay. Children can smell creepies from a mile away. Good girl. Stay away from pedophiles. Um, and here he is, of course. They have to, he has to talk about ice cream. It's what he's known for. And it's creepy and it's wrong. But here he is. Yes, honey. Now she's talking my language. What's my favorite ice cream flavor? I may be among the dullest presidents of the world because I'm known for two things. My Ray-Ban sunglasses and chocolate chip ice cream. That's my favorite. Yes, honey. Wow. He's, his campaign is going to be, I wear glasses and I like ice cream. Great plan. Great plan. I'm going to get more votes than last time. No, not even close. Not with RFK running. Not with Trump. Not with these. Not with what's going on now. People are waking up. People are broke, living paycheck to paycheck. Where under Trump, we were just flush with cash. Our wallets were fat. Nope, nope, nope. Some people are doing well still, but my God. Ah, Joe Biden. I think they might do the old switcheroo here. We still have a lot of time before this election, so we'll see, man. But so far, the narrative is what it is. All right. <laughs> Let's continue forward here. The border is being overrun. We have some various border news, and not just border news, but immigration news. Here's just a video of a group of immigrants sitting in the dirt or the grass. The border is being overrun. Yep. Okay. And it looks like a lot of men, young men, oddly enough, seems to be a trend. A lot of young men. Hmm. You got to wonder why. You'd think it would be women and children mostly that are trying to get help. No, 
just an invasion. And look at this. The U.S. opens immigration centers in Latin America. Yeah. The newly opened processing facilities in Colombia and Guatemala are meant to cut back on asylum claims. The U.S. is setting up two new processing centers in Colombia and Guatemala as part of its effort to manage the record high number of immigrants entering the country, officials announced on Thursday. The centers, operated, operated by international aid NGOs, will screen new arrivals for asylum eligibility before they reach the U.S. border, and if they aren't eligible, refer them to other legal routes. Migrants might be granted passage into the U.S. or family reunification or under labor or parole programs. Those not accepted could be redirected to third countries, including Canada and Spain, a senior administration official told reporters. Quote, we expect to be pretty dramatic, uh, to be able to pretty dramatically increase the numbers of refugees we, we admit from the Western Hemisphere here through the regional processing centers, a U.S. official said. The U.S. is already working with other Latin American countries to open uh, more processing centers and is said to be streamlining the admission of migrants' families. The policy shift coincides with the repeal of Title 42, a COVID-19-era emergency order left over from the administration of former President Donald Trump that allowed some migrants to be turned away at the border. When that measure expires on May 11th, Customs and Border Protection expects between 10,000 and 13,000 immigrants to attempt the border crossing every day. Such a figure would swamp not only, not only the CP, CBP, but the Department of Homeland Security and every agency and NGO tasked with processing and sheltering the new arrivals. The processing centers are an attempt to avoid such a scenario, officials explained, and should not be mistaken for an embrace of illegal immigration. Oh, migrants approaching the southern border without having sought asylum in a country they passed through on the way or not having signed up for one of the difficult-to-get-to appointments in the CBP's smartphone app will be quickly removed, the administration has promised. Quote, migrants who cross the U.S. border without authorization and who, fall, who fail to qualify for protection should be expected to be swiftly returned with at least five, a five-year ban a five-year bar to returning, the State Department said in a statement. The new plan is intended to help migrants, quote, safely enter the U.S. lawfully rather than paying for dubious help from migrant smugglers and criminal organizations, an official added. Illegal border crossing surged to a record 2.76 million last year, and last month saw nearly 25% more migrants caught attempting the crossing than usual. Oh my gosh, guys. I love that they put this caveat. caveat. Um, this should not be mistaken for an embrace of illegal immigration. No, it's not that. Good God, this is a disaster. Watch it go up. Watch it. Watch more children go missing. Watch more children get enslaved. This is human trafficking. This is crazy. They want wide open borders. Because it helps them push their crap around. It helps them destabilize our communities. There's nothing wrong with legal immigration, but they're like, 
let's put the pedal to the metal. Let's put a processing plant. Let's put one in, uh, can I call it a plant? A processing facility in every country. You know what? Let's put a processing facility in North Korea. They're not going to send any agents over. Oh, by the way, I covered one this morning that was like, if they're a member of the alphabet soup community and they're an illegal immigrant, then you can't discriminate. Just they got to, you know, oh, give them a give them a rainbow wristband and let them through. You can't discriminate against an alphabet soup person. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, most people don't wear, you know, turbans and um, and flower dresses, but this woman does. And yes, she has a beard and and. um no, it's not a terrorist. It's it's uh, it's a marginalized immigrant, and they're coming over, and it's allowed. Serious. That's what they're saying. They want alphabet suit people just to be able to come on through. Anybody could put a dress on and become a U.S. citizen now. What the heck? Or vice versa. Whatever. Can you believe this stuff? This is this is real. This is seriously happening. My gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys, go ahead, feel free, smoke them if you got them. Uh, some of you I know like to unwind in the evenings with your cannabis. That's fine. No judgment here. Oh, Roxy, that's just wrong. It's time for the Dems to feel the censorship pain we've been through. Uh, Sonia, I disagree. I think that two wrongs don't make a right. That's what I think. I think they have the right to say all the stupid stuff they want to, but we have the right to say that's stupid and not be censored. And I think that truth can prevail in that type of environment where the First Amendment's actually honored and it gets filtered out. The stupid stuff gets pushed to the bottom and the good stuff gets pushed to the top in a healthy society, at least. All right. Let me... I think... Uh, gotta refresh this all right guys oops sorry make sure that you uh, hit that like button over there on rumble and leave some comments over there as well i appreciate that i'm expecting josh here in the next uh five to ten minutes and we'll get his input on this stuff <clears throat> yeah gosh this uh this border issue is huge, and I think it's going to play a big role come the election. Well, they're going to use them to cheat. That's what they're going to do. They need all the votes they could get, and I bet they will use these people's names to fill out ballots and cast those votes. Yeah, they're going to do that. Illegal votes. That's the plan, part of it. There's probably more. Who knows who's coming through that border, man? Um, this is good news. Customers flee when a bar announces intolerance for intolerance. What the hell are they talking about here? Well, it's the woke virus, the real pandemic. The transgender ideology adopted recently by beer maker Anheuser-Busch, in which it partnered with, a partnered with a man who is presenting himself as a woman and promoted that social agenda, hit its own value hit its own value right away reports say the corporation lost about five billion dollars in value because of its social campaigning after all it might be presumed that many american america's beer drinkers really don't want their money paid uh paid for what might have been their favorite drink given to the hands full given by the hands full to a man wearing lipstick and a bra um now that 
same move is impacting small businesses, such as one bar in Indiana, that promised to eject those who brought up the Bud Light beer wars. Don't talk about Bud Light here at this bar, okay? This is what they say in this article. Now, it is pleading for customers to replace those who have gone. So they told people, look, hey guys, don't talk about this whole thing okay it's just it's 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 not right we don't want it at our bar and all the customers left a statement from the fairfax bar and grill in indiana first outlined its decision to never tolerate intolerance and its requirement that those who disagree leave then it said thank you to all of you for supporting our establishment with the departure of some of our regulars, we have needed new clientele, and you have answered. I'm not going to lie. We still need more of you right now. According to Fox News, the bar was losing customers after warning patrons it will not tolerate intolerance among guests. The establishment, the report said, alienated some of its patrons after it condemned them for criticizing Bud Light's association with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Anheuser-Busch ignited a firestorm earlier this month when it celebrated Mulvaney's year of girlhood, uh, 365 days of girlhood, by sending Mulvaney custom-made cans featuring the influencer's face. The, the response shouldn't have been a surprise. Anyway, that's the story. This woke company is losing money because they can't take the conversation amongst its patrons that we all are having. Most people are saying this is bullshit, this is crazy, this is stupid. But, you know, these companies, if they don't want us talking about that stuff at their establishments, fine, we'll talk about it elsewhere. This is crazy, dude. Absolutely crazy. Holy mackerel. Could you imagine asking, oh, excuse me, you think that, you know, you think that's silly? You need to get out of here. How? No. Yeah, won't tolerate intolerance. Literally, Dante. It's not kidding. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. These people are sick, man. What kind of woke people work there? I mean, good God. <laughs> um, and of course, here we go. More of this wokeness coming around to bite people in the ass. We'll see, but a Michigan student... Two Michigan students have sued a school district for banning the Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. Uh, one of them wore the sweatshirt. He was told to remove it. Uh, however, if you're wearing a, a gay pride flag, you know, it's just talking about sex. If you're wearing a pro-sex uh, t-shirts, gay flags, gay pride, LGBT stuff, uh, trans stuff, that's fine. But if you're wearing a Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt, that's not acceptable. They had him remove it. But everyone else, you could wear that stuff. Yeah, wear the rainbow flag. Yeah, you know, all that's cool. But don't wear a Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt. That's offensive language. Uh, someone else put a sweatshirt on and he was asked to take it off. So they're suing the shit out of him. Good. And I hope they win. They're saying it's against our First Amendment right. And it's, um, it's not uh, fair. It's not fair. <clears throat> right. Good. Sue him. I need a good Let's Go Brandon shirt. Let's Go Brandon 2024. I have to get one made. Um, Let's see what else we got here. 
before Josh gets in, what do we want to talk about? Uh, just now, two U.S. military AH-64 AH Apache helicopters based at Fort Wainwright in Alaska have crashed. Two Apache helicopters crashed in Alaska today. I don't have more on the story. That's all I have. Let me double check. Maybe they updated it. But this is becoming a more and more common occurrence. Um, for instance, Reuters reported in March of 2023, March 30th, 2023, Kentucky helicopter crash, nine killed after Army Black Hawks collide. Now, two U.S. military's AH-64 Apache helicopters based at Fort Wainwright have crashed in Alaska. Was this another collision? I really I don't have any more information than that uh, published by Insider Paper, but this is not normal. And I think it, maybe it has to do with, A, maybe it was an attack. I think that's probably unlikely. B, another collision. And why do collisions happen? Poor training? Poor, just bad military tactics? I don't know. What's going on here? The woke military isn't training their people properly? Is that what's going on? Uh, Gamma Catch has a good comment. Bad tech, bad maintenance, bad pilots, bad controllers. No offense to any military pilots out there. Non-white woke military gave us this over the last 30 years. There's a reason we don't have triumphant USA versus Islam movies. They hate themselves. They love Islam, hate men, and hate the West. All that gives us this again and again. Wow. What a perspective by uh, Gotcha got Catch Gamma over there. And I kind of agree with some of it. Let me know what you guys think. I know we have some military people in there. This is crazy. Uh, Roxy, that means those Apache choppers were on a secret mission and they have to say it was a training mission. Oh, Alaska is near... Uh, I don't know. Can Apaches fly from, fly from Alaska to Russia? I don't think so. Those two Apache choppers were somewhere the U.S. military was not supposed to be. No, they were in... Uh, I thought they were in Healy, Alaska. I'm not sure where Healy, Alaska is. Watch it be the very tip of Alaska. No, it's not. It's in the middle of Alaska. So... Yeah, it's in the, you know, south... Mid-south of Alaska. Huh. Very interesting. But we'll probably get more information on this here sometime soon. Uh, let me just check my phone. Make sure Josh isn't struggling to get in or anything weird. All right. I think we're okay. What else do we have here? Russia and Alaska aren't that far away. Well, kind of. Yeah, sure they were, Vince. They told you they were in Alaska. I know, Roxy. Who knows what the hell's going on? It definitely is a big red flag, though. And Whether it was just a simple accident or if this is some military uh, attack that's being uh, covered up, who knows? Either way, it's not good. Real Raw News will have it soon enough. <laughs> yeah, real, real Raw News is fake news. We all know that. Good one. There is a little bit of Alaska that's close to Russia, but the main bulk of Alaska is pretty far from Russia, I will say. Um, we had a um, 
an oil tanker seized by Iran today. This was a pretty big story as it as uh, it relates to the military or to this trade war. It had a Marshall Islands flag on it, apparently. Iran seized a Marshall Island flagged oil tanker in the Gulf of Oman on Thursday amid wider tensions over Tehran's nuclear program, the U.S. Navy said. The Navy's Mideast-based Fifth Fleet identified the vessel as in the Advantage Suite. Satellite tracking data for the vessel from MaritimeTraffic.com showed it in the Gulf of Oman, just north of Oman's capital, Muscat, on Thursday afternoon. It had just come from Kuwait and listed its desti- destination as Houston, Texas. Hmm. So it was going to Texas, but they seized it. Very interesting, hey? Hmm. This is not good. Not good at all. All right. Let's talk Putin. Putin doing over there in Russia. Putin hails opening of Russian-built nuclear plant in Turkey. Hey, before we get into this, let's welcome... Boom! What's up, people? How we doing? Josh Reed. How you doing, bro? Am I what? Are you Putin? I am not Putin. Never. I am a gentleman. I usually I usually Putin after I'm peeing. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it happens. <laughs> How are we all doing tonight? Are we guys are everybody um, having a good night? Myself, I am top drawer. The Red Pill family seems to be pretty lively and doing well. I don't, I don't want to speak for them, but from what I can tell, things are going swimmingly. How's awesome. your day going? Awesome. What's happening? Daddy's in town. Um, What's happening? Well, I just got out of uh, AMP After Hours or AMP um, Insider, which is cool. AMP Insider. Tons of questions. Cool. But uh, great time on there. And uh, yeah, just been a busy day and uh, glad to join you. So have you touched on this yet? Joe Biden's executive order. No. What happened? What's going on? Effective today, pursuant to the National Emergencies Act in Section 12302 of Title 10 U.S. Code, and in order to respond to the national emergency declared in Executive Order 14059 on December 15, 2021, imposing sanctions on foreign persons involved in the global illicit drug trade, Joe Biden authorized the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of Homeland Security to order to active duty such units and individuals, members of the Ready Reserve, under the jurisdiction of the secretary concerned as the secretary concerned considers necessary, consistent with the terms of Section 12302 of Title 10, U.S. Code. The authorities that have been invoked will ensure the Department of Defense can properly sustain its support of the Department of Homeland Security concerning international drug trafficking along the southwest border. Can you explain that to me like I'm Joe Biden or Fetterman? Okay. By executive order... Joe Biden has ordered the ready reserve of the armed forces to active duty. Interesting. So this isn't the this isn't active duty. This isn't the National Guard. This is the ready reserve, which is okay. different. This is usually transitioning people. People who are getting out have to do like if you, you have an eight-year commitment. So if you do four years of active, you have like four years of like ready reserve. Yeah. Okay. And they're sending them to the southern border. Now, you know, at Darien Gap, they had the big buildup, hundreds of thousands of Chinese. Um, Northern African uh, people yeah. that are formulating down there, and people are like, "This isn't good. Something's going on here." Yeah, yes. Talk about the invasion, 
and that they're all going to be moving up towards the north, uh, the, the uh, southern border. Yes. Well, now the Biden administration mm, is freaking mobilizing the readies of reserve to go to the border. So and here. that wasn't planned. Weird. That's odd, but it does kind of fit in with the story that we did cover a little while ago, and that is the U.S. opens immigration centers in Latin America to Latin American countries so far where they're going to process people to be let through the border. Mm. And they're like, this isn't to support more people coming through the border, so maybe these people will go work at these facilities or something as well as the border. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, but it, it's interesting that they're going to deploy them to the southern border. Um, we have massive amounts of human trafficking. We have massive amounts of drug trafficking that's come over there, the fentanyl. Um, and it's interesting that Joe Biden is taking a move out of Donald Trump's playbook. What the fuck? But to me, I think what's going on is that um, either there's a concern of what's coming over the border from the Darien Gap is potentially incredibly dangerous. So a lot of these people that are coming, that are actually getting down there, yeah. these are people loaded up with various different viruses that meant to spread throughout the United States. So yeah. Plus who knows? You could get a Russian just wearing a thick mustache saying yeah. that they're saying they're, they're trans. Putin. <laughs> I swear to not Putin you. Well, you put it this way, they're, I think they're utilizing the border to get whoever they want across, across, or whatever products across the cross, across the border, drugs, weapons, etc. cetera, uh, for the fake votes, the names, more people, destabilization. But also that could work against them. Like I said, a mm -hmm. Russian could put a mustache on and literally walk through the border and get processed and pushed through. Terrorists against anybody, either side can come through. It's extremely risky to have that open border man but it's very it is it is move. but if you heard donald trump tonight i've heard bits and pieces i didn't listen to the whole shebang and we listened to quite a bit of it but he did there what go ahead, go ahead. he's gonna obliterate the deep state there is something more important that he said was it the Ooh, okay what is it the final battle begins in 2024 the final battle the, fi the final countdown. The final battle starts in 2024. Well, because if we lose, we're. F it's ending. That's yeah. what he said. The final battle yeah. occurs in 2024. And he said, we cannot lose. It so was interesting. We talked about this a little bit <laughs> earlier. The fact that uh, RFK Jr. is taking away so many of the votes from Biden. And. It, maybe it'll well, be. You also easy. have Miriam Williamson, hmm? who's more of a moderate, but she's rocking it. Really, I don't know about. If her. I was a Democrat, I'd vote for her. I, if I was a Democrat, I'd vote for all of them multiple times. But, but you know what I think you're also seeing here what? is I call it the the Ron DeSantis kind of thought structure, right? Ron DeSantis, I think him and Trump are in cahoots, and I think that he is going out there the poll, the Rhino vote, and the neocon vote, vote, and their money in. Right, so they throw all their money behind DeSantis, the neocons, and the rhinos. That separates, segregates the Republican yeah. Party. You go to the primary. Trump wins the primary, announces DeSantis as his running mate. Guess what? The neocons and the rhinos now have to support Trump with that money because of DeSantis. 
So you have the same idea in the Democrat Party is what we're seeing with Marion Williamson and RFK Jr. is you're going to see the separation and divide of the Democrat Party. Those who want Joe Biden in there and those who want someone else, the traditional liberals who want logic and reason and someone with a level of fucking intelligence. Dude, it's going to be so bad for them. Wow. Yep. It's going to be highly divided. They're going to have to whittle it down. This is going to be an interesting election year, and I feel like it's been an election year for it's a decade. Crazy. <laughs> I can't wait. Jimmy King make you crazy. All right, guys. Scratching has been released. Chess has been released. I wanted to get that out there for you guys. Nice. Nice, dude. Man. Well, All right. What else we got going on? You're in charge. All right, all right, here we go. Okay, I was just uh, getting into... Did you hear about the two U.S. military helicopters that crashed in Alaska today, just over the no. last couple hours? No. That just broke. Two U.S. military AH-64 Apache helicopters based at Fort Wainwright have crashed near the town of Healy in Alaska. We just covered that, but it was pretty big. I wanted to bring it up to you, so it's on your radar. So two helicopters crashed at the same time? That's was this another training mission? What I said is all I know, it was in the middle of Alaska, Healy, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, the Insider Paper reported it, and that's all I have so far. Not sure if anything else has come out since, but the Insider Paper hasn't published more. Let me see here, Insider Paper. I, I want to check this out real quick because uh, 38 Chinese warplanes, six vessels of People Liberation Army Navy detected around Taiwan, Taiwanese. Oh, well, that's 32 minutes ago. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, lightning strike. Okay. Two U.S. military AH-64 Apache helicopters based out of Fort Wainwright have crashed near the town of Healy in Alaska. Okay. This is the second crash of two helicopters in less than a month. Yes. This There's something going on here. Yeah. Very odd, man. That's very odd. Uh, I, I'll let JTAC take that one and, and wonder what he has to say about this one. I don't believe in coincidences, so I don't believe it's a coincidence. Um, other breaking news, 38 Chinese warplanes, six vessels of the People's Liberation Army Navy are detected around tai Taiwan, mm. according to the Taiwanese, Taiwanese Defense Minister. Potentially, China could be getting ready to go in. Exactly wow. what we said that they potentially would do one day. This could be the reason why Warren Buffett moved all of his money out of the Taiwanese semiconductor um, um, stock last week. And, oh, if they, yeah. and if they do invade, Warren Buffett needs to be um, arrested for insider trading. Absolutely. Yep. And then this is also 14 mm -hmm. minutes ago from Inside Paper. The EcoHealth Alliance used U.S. tax dollars to research mutant viruses during its work with the Wuhan lab in China, according to the federal grants application. Wow. Wow. Crazy, Jimmy King make you go crazy. Wow, we'll have to keep our keep our eye on all this stuff. Uh, Hungary had some action too. They sacked their army chief in the latest shakeup. Hungary sacks army chief. Hmm. Just more destabilization within other. Well, and the funny thing is, is Hungary's prime minister is pro-Trump. Yeah, so it's and hard didn't Hungary's prime minister just have an assassination attempt on his life? I don't know, sure. Hungary. I don't recall that. Let me just do a quick search here. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was just uh, last week. Mm, I'm not sure. Um, oh, no. Hungary's prime minister called the U.S. a main adversary, um, according to the leaked information. This is Viktor Orban um, called the U.S. a main ever enemy um, to of his political right wing political party. And so this is because of Joe Biden. So he's a Trump supporter. Ah. Hmm. And now he goes out and fires his head of the military because every country's got a deep state. They're making moves, man. Shuffling, shuffling chess pieces. Interesting. Um, Apparently, this is another article. It's published by Insider Paper. Putin hails opening of Russian-built nuclear plant in Turkey. Not a ton of information. It just says... President Vladimir Putin on Thursday hailed the opening of a Russian-built nuclear plant in Turkey, describing the facility as a flagship project that would cement bilateral ties. Quote, this is a flagship project and it brings both mutual economic benefits and, of course, helps to strengthen the multifaceted partnership between our two states, Putin said, joining the official opening of the plant via video conference. So, more energy for Putin. Meanwhile, we're what are we doing? We're building uh, wind farms off the coast and killing all our whales and chopping up all the bald eagles that fly by. <laughs> right. Well, Trump even mentioned that tonight with the 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 wind turbines and everything. Right. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad and expensive. He mentioned. All right, I'm down here. Man, I don't want to get too much into this whole trans nonsense, but you can't ignore the number of crazy people popping up on the internet posting these wild videos. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you come across them too, Josh. And, Let's see what it is. Oh, my God. All right, so... Well, this one's just disgusting, first of all. Seeing these people get convicted left and right for the heinous, violent crimes this beautiful lady here oh Oh, wow this is in the uk uh trans sex offender convicted for violently abusing another woman looks like like jimmy's little sister sister. (laughs) who's that dude jimmy's like the prolific serial killer killer pedophile oh my god i don't know i don't know about that but um yeah A trans person with a history of sexual violence has been convicted and sentenced to nine years in jail in England for violently abusing a woman. Obviously, this is just a man with long, golden gray hair. This Uh, is just a man. man. Yeah, this is crazy. I'm just a dude playing a dude pretending to be another dude. This whole trans stuff, look... It doesn't come out of a place of hate either. It comes out of a place of love where I care about our society. Um, The support for this craziness is alarming. And here, look at this video of just uh, Sam here says them support pedos and put this video out there and just, I mean, listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. Flashback. We're going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Remember, kids, the next time that somebody tells you the government wouldn't do that, oh, yes, they would. Today, I want to talk about minor attracted persons. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are 
probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. Meanwhile, 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 back in the lowlands. There is no earthly redemption for somebody who rapes a small child. Only God can save them. And in Florida, we should be eager to arrange that meeting. Members, I ask for your support, and with that, I close. Yeah, so Florida wow. instated the death penalty for people who abuse, <laughs> sexually abuse children. Yeah. Meanwhile, radical leftists are saying, don't call them pedophiles. They're misunderstood. We need to treat them with respect. What the hell is this? What is going on? This is like... Check this out. So this is this is a, a firstly, this guy is the treasurer of the Libertarian Party. He got three hundred and forty-five thousand votes in an election one time. Okay. Allegedly. He's the treasurer of the Libertarian Party. He says, I really don't give a fuck what you think about trans people. If you misgender anyone repeatedly and on purpose, you're not edgy, you're just an asshole. I'm like, wait a minute, you're a libertarian? And I said, to truthfully misgender someone would be to identify them as some alphabet soup created out of a Marxist social doctrine and not by their biologically derived gender. Yes. An asshole is someone who supports the cultural acceptance of the socially induced mental illness and promotes those same mentally ill people as someone who should be accepted and not helped. I agree. The insult really is telling these people they are not what they are mm -hmm. and then it's just flipped back then it's flipped back it's, and like, it, it, it's, it's a it's a it's a decrement to society i mean you are doing society an injustice by not telling these people hey dude you got some issues we need to work on this <laughs> yeah and it's okay you're just a little brainwashed just listen <laughs> oh <laughs> we can and fix for, it. take this red pill for um, all of our uh or Derek Johnson friends out there. I wanted to put this. Oh out there. Lord. He's been driving me nuts lately. I see. So his posts keep on showing up because me too. it never gets old. Commander in Trump, Trump, uh, commander in chief Trump speaking today. Joe Biden doesn't even know he's alive. January 20th, 2021, three cannons, three cannons, cannons, no. equals full military grade fun funeral. You remember he talks about the 13 cannon salute, right? Yeah. Which it's so I went in here and I said, yeah, no, stop showing the unedited video, the edited video. Here's the actual video of the full 21 cannon salute. Thank you. Will you send me that link, please, so we can share that and get it, yeah. get it ratioed the shit out of that. Whenever I use Twitter, I notice this, and I think Twitter's still a little bit garbage because mm -hmm. if I go to the people I'm following, I'm pretty diligent, and if I find something that's bullshit, like Derek Johnson reposts, I look at that person. If I don't know them, I'll unfollow them. Um, if I go to recommended uh, for you. If I select for you, I get a lot of this bullshit. Derek Johnson stuff. They recommend uh, mm -hmm. um, JFK Jr.'s in your basement. Make sure you go down there and turn the light on. He might be sitting there. like Just like crazy shit. And so it feeds me this really crazy stuff that's not true when I select different options in Twitter. Yeah, I, I just... You can actually select them and say, I'm not interested. But... Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still kind of learning how to use Twitter. Um, nefarious. nefarious. Check out this clip from Nefarious. 
Cool. Let me know if you guys can hear it. You forget your history, Jimmy. Even in ancient times, the archdemon Moloch was celebrated by tossing infants into flaming bonfires, accompanied, of course, by the beating of drums to drown out the screaming. Later on, they erected a giant bronze statue with outstretched arms kindling fires beneath the palms. And when they toss a little infant into those open palms, they'd flinch at the red-hot metal, but then they'd willingly roll themselves off into the flames. What does any of that have to do with me? Oh, nothing, James. Especially since the priests now wear surgical scrubs. The killing takes place in the womb, so there's no screaming to be heard anyway. And the remains are tossed into gas-fired crematoriums. No, James, no, 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 no. There's no parallel whatsoever to you. Can you imagine the agony the carpenter feels when we rip a child to pieces inside its own mother's womb? Because that's what we do, James. You and us. We do that together. Wow. That movie is going to be a massive red pill for a lot of people. Gosh. Yep. <laughs> we should do a deep dive on that movie. That'd be fun. Series. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to watch it as fast as possible. But that's going to be a massive red pill for a lot of people. It's going to wake a whole bunch of people up. Beautiful, Did you see dude. that? Uh, you know, the U.S. is sending the Patriot missile missile defense systems to Ukraine. Yes. Did you see what happened to the uh, Ukrainian S-300 air defense system today? Can I guess? Sure. It got bombed. No, it got kamikaze droned. Good God. So for everybody out there who doesn't realize what happened in Bakhmut today, Ukraine's done. It, it's it's like over, over. Like Russia just turned on the heat today and completely just fucking annihilated them. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. And uh, so there's rumor that the United States potentially be uh, going there. But I don't know. There, there's, we'll see what happens. It, it's a really tumultuous situation between uh, Sudan and uh, Ukraine right now. What's happening? Obviously, proxy wars in both. Uh, the U.S. doesn't want China and Russia to have northern Africa, especially those regions, because then they can grow their own food. If they can grow their own food, they no longer need U.S. imports. If they don't need U.S. imports, then the dollar will actually die. So there's this idea that the deep state, the cabal, they still need the, the U.S. dollar to stay intact and keep the global economy at least running on fumes for as long as possible. So this is why they do what they do so that the BRICS nations won't um, Mm -hmm. exacerbate this whole crash of the system. And that's what I think the BRICS nations were meant to do was crash the system, but they're doing it way faster. And I don't think they're aligned with the globalists on this level. I agree, dude. Holy smokes. And that's why they hate Bitcoin. (laughs) How about this article right here? Yeah. This is pretty big. So the Clinton Foundation aligned with the Welcome Trust. If you guys remember the Welcome Trust, this was created by Merck, aligned with the World Economic Forum and the United Nations. 
uh, funding studies oh, no. to transplant plant wombs into biological men. I remember reading an article about this a few months ago. That this yep. is just alarming and disgusting. What Basically, going into female cadavers and taking the wombs out and transplanting them into uh, men to see if they would actually work. Disgusting, dude. Even if it would work, yeah. Come on, get the hell out of here. Well, uh, just so you know, I read most of the donations for the show. There's just a few more. Oh, awesome. And, oh, go uh, ahead. It's your show tonight. All right, everybody. <laughs> real quick, because we are wrapping things up here in a few minutes, right? Oh wow. Yep. Um, Patreon Spices, thank you for the three ice cream. Shannon thirteen thirteen five lemons. Thank you so much. Uh, T Rex just followed. Hey, thanks for the follow. Enjoy it. Hope to see you tomorrow for Fringe and Coffee in the morning. Derived donated two ice cream. Thank you so much. Derived Grandma Revolt one ice cream. Thank you. And Grismo seven donated three lemon. Thank you, Grismo. Thank you, Cat twenty four for the two lemons and Shannon thirteen thirteen with the three lemons as well. You guys are truly the best. All of you. All of them. All of you. And all uh, of these guys. There's always a Zoom. On socialredpill.com, guys, always a Zoom. Um, I'll probably jump in and say hi tonight. So uh, I know that last oh, night we had it, but I'll probably jump in tonight just because I wasn't on most of the show. Say hi to everybody. Um, there was one thing I wanted to put out there. Oh, tomorrow, Conversations on the Fringe. So I actually recorded an hour-long interview today with the guest. Okay. So tomorrow on Conversations on the Fringe, I will play the interview, and then we will finish the show talking about the guest. Is it a surprise? Um, no, no. I can I can talk about the guest. <laughs> so the guest awesome. is named a woman by the name of Lynn McTaggart. Oh. And if you're deep into like the old school kind of like Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, Lynn McTaggart. So Lynn McTaggart has uh, – written various different books on kind of uh, um, the in- what she called the intention experiment. So award-winning journalist, author of seven books, including the worldwide international bestsellers, the power of eight, the field, the intention experiment and the bond. Um, she kind of, she produced this, uh, this intention experiment globally and worked with various universities around the country on how it would work, statisticians, mathematicians, physicists, and so forth, and had massive results, like healed people yes. from PTSD, cancer, yes. all these types of things. She Love worked it. with uh, Joe Dispenza's group um, all the time, and she goes into something. So it's a really good episode. So that'll be tomorrow on Conversation on the Fringe, my talk with Lynn McTaggart. Um, and then, so basically we'll come in, we'll do an introduction to Lynn, We'll play the interview, and then it'll be me or Vince, me and Vince, uh, afterwards talking about it, and then we'll go to Fringe After Dark. So that'll be conversation on the tomorrow. It'll be great. Be a good one. And, uh, yeah, look at this. Uh, this is going to be a good weekend. This is going to be a good weekend. Hell, yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you. I'm glad you came in here and we got to wrap up the show together. And uh, bonus uh, after chat, so it's great. Cool, guys. Well, I suppose that's it, and that's that for the night. Thank you, Josh, for allowing me to step in here and host for a bit of the Daily Dose. It's always such a great time, and thank you to the Red Pill family once again. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care, God bless, and Godspeed. Oh, whoops. We're back. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or 
we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch McCain. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.